Greetings, gentle listeners of the Brose Podcast. Well, it finally happened. You would have thought that a podcast hosted and produced by four drunk bros would have produced a catastrophic audio issue at least 98 times over the course of 60 episodes. But it took us until this week to experience one that made it impossible for us to release a brand new show. Here's what happened, as best as our crack team of audio scientists can tell. We were recording Session 21 of the award-winning Brose podcast, available on all major podcasting platforms, when we threw it to Tim for our popular segment, Hot Snakes. <laughs> Sorry, Hot Takes. And the take that Tim unleashed was a scorcher. My goodness, it was as if a flamethrower was fired through our headphones, melting our eardrums, and somehow also making me, Rich, and Sean pregnant. But when we listened back to the audio several days later, we found that Tim's audio had been so blistering that our mixer couldn't handle it. Okay, that's not quite what happened. It's not actually Tim's fault in any way. Truthfully, if there's anyone to blame for this, it's God for letting bad things happen. One way or another, the result was three episodes that go something like this. Well, Sean, that's an excellent point regarding which sandwich George Washington would be if he were alive today. Tim, your thoughts? Wow. You know, you've given us a lot to think about, Tim. On to the next question. Now, while that would have admittedly been the funniest content we have ever produced, it would also get really annoying to listen to for over three hours over the course of three weeks. So consider these the lost episodes of Brose. We may chop these shows up into bonuses for you all down the road, but in the meantime, we thought we'd take this opportunity to revisit some earlier shows. So for the next couple weeks, we're going to replay a few of our favorite episodes from the past year plus. We'll be back for the Brose Brola Day special on Christmas Eve. As for now, if we're going to start somewhere, it might as well be the beginning. Here's our very first show, episode 1.1, where we tell you a little bit about ourselves and a whole lot about Sean's two dicks. Enjoy. How about we get this uh, dog and pony show started? Yeah, let's get this show on the road. Show on the road. All right. Welcome, everybody, to the inaugural episode, the maiden voyage, if you will, of Rosé. The podcast for bros who like rosé. My name is Matt Casnell, and I am joined, as I will be every episode, by my, my, my good friends, my, my compadres, my, my bros, if you will. Uh, to my right, Rich Sweeten. Hey, guys. Acro- across from me, Mr. Sean O'Brien. Hello. And to in a monitor, all the way to my left, from the far-off exotic land of Westchester, Pennsylvania, Mr. Tim Hansen. Oh, hi. Hi, everybody. How are you all doing tonight? I'm pretty good. Good, good. Yeah, fabulous. So you may be wondering what the premise of the show is, and and there are, there are a number of, of goals that we have for this show, I think it's fair to say. Number one, we thought it was finally appropriate to get the white male perspective on life. Uh, in in the media, it's not really an underrepresented perspective. We thought we'd get it out there. No, but genuinely, the idea is, is very simple. Uh, about May, I'm actually going to turn it over to Sean for a second. Sean had the brilliant idea for this show, and it's, it came about as follows. Yeah, so, I thought of the pun brose, and that's the whole story. <laughs> Initially, I was like, we should make a wine. How funny would it be if a bunch of white dudes got together and just made a wine called brose? And then I was like, that doesn't make sense. That seems fiscally irresponsible to sink all of our capital into the wine business, about which we know nothing. Yeah. 
Uh, so I said, well, it'd be a podcast. And then I searched for a Brose podcast and it didn't exist. And that's why we're here. We're basically just squatting on the URL. <laughs> like there's not even like content involved. We're just here for the bucks. So when uh, when the Brose podcast actually comes about on Nerdist, uh, you owe us five hundred thousand dollars <laughs> yeah that sounds, sounds about right yeah yeah nailed it so the, the premise of the show is gonna be pretty simple and obviously this is a work in progress you know we're gonna be a little bit working things out maybe some things will work in the first episode or not and we'll change things but here's the ultimate goal uh we're gonna be drinking rosé all night and as we do this we're gonna engage each other in some some splendiferous conversations some some really well thought out ideas and topics provided to us not just from our own brains but from the brains of the women in our lives. Uh, so we have here three, I have in my hand, three levels of questions <laughs> submitted to us by our significant others. And they go in certain levels. So we have an envelope here with a single wine glass on it. This is for the beginning. This is our warm-up questions, the icebreakers, everything. That's the second one, two wine glasses. We're on our second glass of rosé. Things are going great. And then our third level is when, as I hold up the first one again, uh, the third... It's already gotten shitty. Yep, see? Yeah, boy, I'm hammered. So uh, the third one has three glasses of, of wine on it, and this is when things get real dark. I imagine that, and and I will say, we don't know what's in these envelopes. No, we don't. We have no, no. idea. So this is this is going to be a brand new. This is this is fresh to all of our eyes. They're sealed up. They were dropped off to us by an unnamed compadre uh, just about an hour ago, <laughs> and uh, this is going to be an adventure. Are you guys ready for this adventure? I'm ready. I'm ready as well. Now the first thing on our agenda is not to go through this because people are probably wondering, hey. What are four white guys going to tell me that I don't already know? Why do I care about listening to these four dudes hanging out, drinking wine? Why do I care what they have to say about anything? What do I? Who are these people? And I thought we'd tell them. So uh, who wants to go first? We're going to do, do a little icebreaker that I think we're all familiar with. Two truths and a lie. Okay. It's fair? Yeah, it sounds Okay. Good. So two truths and a lie. Basically, it's if you haven't done this before, congratulations on emerging from the rock that you live under. The the point of two truths and a lie is simple. We tell two truths and a lie, and we see which one of us uh, can guess what the lie is. So who wants to go first? I'll go first. All right, Rich is going to go first. All right, guys, so I'm Richie. I'm a nerd. I have an amazing beard, and I'm actually a talking dog. Oh, jeez, a talking dog. Okay. Uh, I can see you, and honestly, it's hard to tell. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I concur. I'm at a toss-up between the beard and the dog. Genuinely, I'm I'm in, I'm stumped beyond that, though. Okay. All right. Uh, actually, I'm not a nerd. Guys. You're not a nerd. Oh wow! Found it. Jeez. Yeah. Boy, I can't believe it. Wow. Egg on my face. Uh, who's next? Tim. <laughs> you all look at me. All right. <laughs> Tim Tim made the mistake of, of uh, calling in. So anytime we're like trying to bail out of an awkward conversation, <laughs> part of the conversation, we're going to turn and be like, Tim. Yeah. <laughs> From out of town. Uh, hi, I'm Tim. Um, hi, I'm Tim. the same height as the wonderful uh, running back Darren Sproles. Uh, wait, he is a running back, right? Obviously, I know a lot about sports. <laughs> this doesn't count as your second statement. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> Uh, I have sang Toto's Africa in a cave in South Africa, and I eat cats as my main form of sustenance. Okay, this is this is a genuine puzzler. <laughs> so Africa in Africa is what you're saying. Yeah, and you totes. expect us to believe that? Yeah, uh, over you consuming felines. <laughs> yeah, I, I really can't see you having gone to Africa. Yeah. 
No, it totes did. It was great. It echoed wonderfully. <laughs> There's no way the you're taller than. The were wonderful. There's no way you're taller than Darren Sproles. I, I'm, a, I'm a, a big Eagles fan, and I know for a fact that Darren Sproles is about five foot one. There's no way that you are clearing that. <laughs> that is not true. <laughs> five, we are two. not that short. Ooh, okay. All right, uh, I give up. And what's your? Line? Uh, I definitely don't eat cats. I'm allergic to cats, and that'd be fatal easily. Ooh. Would that be fatal though? It'd be almost like overload. Wouldn't that be like, is, isn't like, it just the dander that you're allergic to, and not actually the yeah, meat? Yeah. Like, like if I give you a cat, a, I don't know, Rich. We have to try. Saying about skinning cats. Yeah. <laughs> and how many ways there are to do it? Yeah. So I think the dander is the least of your worries. Exactly. Yeah. Like, there's no dander. It depends if I do the processing myself. I guess. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um. All right. Uh, Sean, do you want to go next? Or you want yeah. me to go? I'll go. All right. Go ahead. All right. I don't have any cat-related ones though. Oh, no. Uh, all right, I got, so, my name is Sean. Mm-hmm. I got two dogs. I got two hands. And I got two dicks. Whoa. Whoa. Mm. Whoa. That's a, Whoa. That, that double dick. <laughs> that, that, that's a hook on the left, right? Yeah. That's it's not so, a hand. You haven't told me about your recent uh, hand surgeries lately to add the second hand. Like, I know that was that was a big problem for you for a long time. It was. Actually, his, his second dick is one of his hands. Ooh. If you guys hadn't noticed, like Ooh. Edward Penis. Change your face. Edward Penis. <laughs> <laughs> that classic That's film. No kickstand. <laughs> uh, I'm going to go with that you don't have two dogs. You definitely have three by the end of this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> I actually, I am. I'm, Against have, his wishes. Yeah. I have one single wiener. Whoa! Mm. Surprisingly enough, that's, weird. That's a big shocker. He's moderately sized single wiener. Absolute curveball there. <laughs> don't know what I'm going to do. All right. So uh, my name is Matt, uh, and here here are my two truths and a lie in in no specific order. Um, I have the recessive gene for albinism, according to my optometrist. Uh, I have a hundred percent shooting percentage from my time in high school basketball, and from 1979 to 1991, I raped, murdered, and dismembered 17 men and boys and fed them to people as part of a cannibal ring. Did you Google Matt Casnell? Because <laughs> that's exactly him. Every one of those. Yeah, no. I, well, again, I. I I'm not going to show my hand here. You guys have to figure it out. I don't know. I knew you back in the 70s. Yeah. I wouldn't, I wouldn't put it past you to have. Those are my golden years. Just remember. <laughs> I mean, you're very reflective. I'm not sure about the albino part, though. Like, mm. you shine in the sun. Yeah. But that's, I'm not sure. Like that's just all the sunblock he's got on. Mm. Uh, yeah, that'll do it. All right. Um, honestly, guys, I screwed this up. They're all true. So, <laughs> all right. So, that's that's getting to know us via via. Oh. What were you reading off of Wiki? Who was that? This Jeffrey Dahmer. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Duh. I'm I'm the second dumbest one of this group. Well, <laughs> Why were there so many serial killers in like the 70s and 80s? That was the thing. Like I don't. Like it was easier to get away with. I guess because there hasn't been like a BTK Zodiac a, a Dahmer since then. Really, no, I don't think. Who's the last? Like the last serial killer like was probably the Unabomber, right? Like if you even count that. I don't. That he's a he was just a terrorist, right? It was just that. Yeah, one that's true. Yeah, who's that killer that they just recently captured? But it, uh, the golden, the golden, golden, the golden state killer. Oh golden yeah, state yeah, killer. yeah. He did that a while ago. Yeah, it was like that, that was in the seventies when, yeah. when you were when you were in the gold, we're talking news. I got nothing. The golden age <laughs> serial killer. Tim, I need you to pull up the file that you've got on the golden state killer. It's, yeah. <laughs> well, just uh, it's right next to your, the the novel you're writing about the Manson family. Just, just find Patton. Not the Manson family. Oh, not the yeah, Manson. I got family. it. It's good. It's yeah. Different. Yeah. Just Manson. Not right. the whole family. 
All right, so <laughs> the, the riveting serial killer talk aside, and we could go for hours on just serial killers <laughs> alone, um, I have here in my hands these three envelopes. So we are all on our first glass of rosé. Before we get to the first envelope, uh, how about we all talk about which kind of rosé we're drinking, uh, starting with Tim. Yeah, because he's got the best rosé. Yeah. You're damn right I do. <laughs> so uh, in objection, because I wanted to drink scotch, but Brotch is a terrible pa- podcast name. It's very good. Uh, I got Sounds beautiful. Like <laughs> it doesn't it? Uh, I got beautiful, <laughs> which is a uh, champagne rosé. Yeah. Because screw you guys, I'm fancy. Yeah, Tim. But it's uh, B-I-U-T-I-F-U-L because too fancy to spell it normally. On a scale from one to brotastic, how would you rate this brosé? Um... I can't think of a way to say brobulus without it sounding awkward. Good enough for me. So I'm going to go <laughs> brobulus. Brobulus. All right, fair enough. Uh, Sean, you're taking a whiff out of your rosé right now. Well, it was warm, and I heard, I read somewhere that you should have it chilled. So I put ice in it, but it watered it down to the point where Ooh. it just tastes like wine water. Ooh. And there was like a heavy fart nose right <laughs> off the top and that I was I missed and I was like oh there it is when I smelled it from the bottle I'm gonna actually taste this so, <laughs> just Wanda, straight right, from the go, bottle go go all right, live go. reaction uh it's alright it's like a rosé <laughs> so did you buy this on the way over or was that Rich's rosé that you bought I bought this on the way over too okay yeah. alright uh, so yeah so this is Chateau de Lancaire La Rosé. Yeah. And it says, it, I bought it because it said it's argue, arguably the best in that district, from, from arguably the best district. Okay. And honestly, it's fine. <laughs> like, none of us have any free reference for any of this. <laughs> yeah. Like, that's the other thing is that, like, people who are coming to the show expecting us to, like, because it's named Rosé. Yeah. If you're coming for, like, a wine and, like, men's lifestyle podcast, boy, you have about half of this, correct? <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, Rich, what are you drinking? All right. So, I am drinking Lab. It wow. is a Vino Regional Lisboa Rosé. It's got a doggy on it. <laughs> is that, is that is... not cannibalism, Rich? Because uh, you're a dog. Not really. I think cannibalism is eating humans, right? I think, uh, I'm pretty sure it's still cannibalistic <laughs> as long as you're eating your own kind. So Rich is a dog. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, okay. I'm talking. Dog. I thought we. I thought we oh, covered right. this already. Shoot, dude. Wow. Did you Boy, follow the conversation here. Can, yeah. Cannot handle the conversation. <laughs> <laughs> and that, I don't know the rule of threes. I don't know anything about improv. <laughs> but this was. This is actually a very delicious wine that I can see myself buying. You were no budding. No, I was. <laughs> no, but actually, here's another topic. The complete opposite of yes and. Well, I'm glad that your 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 dog wine is is delicious. It's adorable. It's- it's adorable. Doggy on it. Uh, my bottle is across the room, but it's like a Jersey. Yeah, there it is. Yeah. Um, so it is Jersey Blush. And it's magically, it just ha- happened to be in our fridge. I did not know that we had it. And I was like, oh, we'll I have to pick up some wine at lunch today. No, nope. have this Jersey Blush. And uh, I can tell you that it's uh, strongly Braveridge. Uh, <laughs> it is a oh. fine rosé. Um, and it, it, it'll do the trick. I will put it that way. It, <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty sure I bought that for Jenna for her birthday at some point. In which case, it's actually brotastic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's called, it's called re- reading and reacting. Um, Upgrade. Upgrading. All right. Cool. So, uh, do you guys, are you guys have anything else you want to talk about in terms of the rosés? Are you ready to move on to the questions? Uh, I think we can move on to yeah, the questions. Let's move it up. I feel like my glass is bigger than yours, guys, and okay. I'm going to be way ahead. Yeah, you would. <laughs> That's also because you've been you're like six shots deep on top of it. 
that is not true this week. This week. Nick, I, I just finished my first glass to catch up to you, okay? Well, this is one, This is our first glass question. So there yeah, we go. You can't be, <laughs> right yeah. on spot. All right. So we have several questions in here, and I believe the way we have this broken out is, unless you guys have any objections, that we're going to pick three of them from this envelope. And we can save the rest for next time, whatever, depending on how things go. But I was going to pick three out of this envelope before we move on to the second round of questions. Um, and we'll do this every week. It'll be awesome. Sounds good. So our first question, I'll pull out the first one. Um, Walgreens, Rite Aid, or CVS? Oh, that's easy. Ooh. Okay. <clears throat> I lock mine in right now. It's CVS, obviously. Okay, why? Because Walgreens is like the 7-Eleven of pharmacies yeah. for me. Yeah. And then, uh, what was the, I don't even know what the other, Rite Aid. Right. And I forget it exists all the time. <laughs> the crap of it. But didn't they just like buy a bunch of, like they just made a huge acquisition. Of Who, Rite Aid? Yeah, I think they bought, or did CVS, whatever. CVS, CVS like owns half the planet when it comes to pharmacies. Okay, right? then it's CVS. Yeah. They've CVS. definitely been making big moves into like doing the... Healthcare. Like getting, yeah, in healthcare in general and like, oh, we can have a doctor on the phone with you rather than having to go to a hospital. They've been making huge moves there. Yeah. Like CVS is trying to position themselves as like the, like we are the provider for like, we're the serious pharmacy. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah, like you said, like if, if, if Walgreens is the 7-Eleven, then CVS is like the... I don't know. What's a good what's a good comparison? Like, like CVS would be the Wawa and then uh, Oh yeah, yeah. And then Rite Aid would be Sheets. Yeah. <laughs> as long as you're in the Fine. northeast, right in the middle. Uh I'm going to go with Walgreens. And for the for the following reason, I have really low expectations. And <laughs> and I'm typically going in there because I've forgotten something and like as a last ditch effort. The last time I was at a Walgreens was when I had like food poisoning and I was like my stomach was going to explode and I was willing to just take any kind of medicine possible. So I got, it was like wall, it was like wall bismol or something that was down, down my throat. Uh, and it was that that Reuben or whatever. Yeah. It was the Reuben from, uh, Timothy's of Newark. Uh, thanks Timothy's of Newark. Shout out for nearly killing me. Uh, <laughs> I was driving up to Arbor and all of a sudden it felt like I had like the, the alien from the first alien movie, like exploding out of my chest. Uh, but that, but Walgreens, Low standards, open till God only knows what hour Walgreens was available for me yeah, at that time. You're so, right. That is a that is one of the cons of CVS is that not all of them are 24 hours. This is so true. Sometimes you'll go to one and mm. you know you, your stomach is exploding and <laughs> you're just gonna throw up. It's, that's right it. at their front door. So this it's is what you get. It's gonna happen. Rich, uh, I'm I'm a big Walgreens guy. I've got, okay. I've got a Rite Aid two blocks down the street from my house, but my primary pharmacy at my doctor's office is the Walgreens that is a three to four minute drive from my house. I greatly love Walgreens. It's yeah. just, it's nice and clean in there. Mm -hmm. It's like, I don't know, Rite Aid and CVS, especially CVS, but like Rite Aid, like they're just, CVS is all gray, Rite Aid's all mm -hmm. blue, like it's bright and it's vibrant red, and vibrant in Walgreens. Yeah. It's just, it's better, like aesthetically. I also... I don't feel like when I go to Walgreens or Rite Aid that I get the like forty mile long receipt of coupons from CVS. Well, <laughs> We're like helping make, the planet. Yeah. <laughs> I like to make the scarf receipt. Yeah, the scarf. So the hipster as he gets like, yes, it's blowing in the wind. <laughs> yes. Uh, yes, forty cents off Tic Tac <laughs> <laughs> next month. <laughs> Tim, what is your pick? Um, so I'm definitely on board with Sean and the fact that Walgreens is like the 7-Eleven. Mm -hmm. They're like, except they're not nearly as widespread. I rarely see Walgreens, mm -hmm. at least where I'm at. Hmm, okay. Um, but I, I'm definitely torn between Rite Aid and CVS because I've got 
both within five minutes of my house. Okay. If I need something specific, I'll probably go to CVS. Rite Aid is definitely like when I need a prescription, that's where it goes because it's two minutes down the road. But uh, I'm definitely going to go with Rite Aid mm. because Vince works at CVS. <laughs> That's Vince. Yeah, that, that's a good reason. For the uninitiated, Vince is Rich's cousin. Yes. Uh, very important that it goes that way and not the other way. Uh, Don't get it twisted. Vince has worked at Vince has worked at CVS for like forty five years, and he, yeah, he might not be that old, but he's that old. No, yeah, yeah. He's he's been he's like twenty nine years old, but he's been working at CVS since the late sixties. Yeah, yeah. It was his depressionary Easily. job. And he, <laughs> he stuck with it. He, they showed him loyalty. He showed them loyalty. <laughs> yeah. Then he was born, and he's like, "I guess I'll keep working." Yeah, <laughs> it's amazing the, uh, the technology the in utero babies are able to do when they're working at CVS. You, you know, you guys, you keep uh, saying that Walgreens is like the Seven Eleven. Have you ever had 7-Eleven taquitos? Those things are amazing. No, because and, I want to live longer. <laughs> and exactly. And nachos, like 7-Eleven. Uh, I'd take 7-Eleven over Wawa. Uh, I just, I one, you're absolutely what, what wrong. A, what a hot take, <laughs> yeah. Rich. You are so wrong. God. Yeah, I'm going to sit gritty. On Anything's that. good when <laughs> no. you're that drunk, Richie. <laughs> no gritty. No, please no gritty. Like, gritty going to get you. So this... <laughs> Gritty, if, by the way, if there's no Gritty in any of these three envelopes, we're canceling the show. <laughs> if there's no questions about Gritty. Game over. Um, so there's a there's a 7-Eleven on Temple's campus, and it was like, you know, if I drove up, I, I was going to school there after work for the last couple of years. And, you know, I would stop there for like a soda right before class or something or coffee. And boy, is their coffee awful. Oh, yeah. Like it is it is like straight like it just goes right through your body. They have a big energy one, which is like it's full of B12 vitamins. And it's basically full of what I can only assume is like ground up lean pockets. Like it's <laughs> it goes right the hell through you. It's brutal. Um, I, I, I've been seven up. Seven up is a necessity for me. It is not something that I'm going out of my way to get yeah. in any way. Well, I mean, the only time I go out of my way to get a 7-Eleven is on July 11th from 7 to 11 to get as many free Slurpees as I can on my way home from work. Mm. There is six 7-Elevens on my way home from work. <laughs> and so I try to stop at all six 7-Elevens. <laughs> However, the past two years, 7-Eleven day and free Chick-fil-A day are on the same day. What is, what's the, oh, the significance of the free Chick-fil-A day? It's just like a Cal day at Chick-fil-A. Oh. You get a free sandwich, fry, or drink. Is it on 7-Eleven every year? It's usually always on the same day every okay. year. So huh. I have to figure out which one Unless I want it's more. Unless Sunday, I guess. There, Unless it's a Sunday, yeah. <laughs> there are such like I don't I don't understand how Chick Fil A could possibly outweigh the Seven Eleven day. <laughs> like free Slurpees. That's just sugar well, upon sugar yeah. upon sugar. Yeah. What could get better? I can go to three Chick Fil A's on my way home from work and get three free sandwiches for dressing like a cow. <laughs> I'm not a. I'm not against that. <laughs> so let, so let, you're a let's dog back with you. So you wake up in the morning and be like, "All right, I gotta get six fleece Slurpees, but also I'm showing up to work <laughs> dressed as a cow, so that I can also get free chicken sandwiches on the same day." See, that's the thing. You don't Do you think... walk into the Seven Elevens dressed as a cow as well? Well, here's the thing. My shoes are black and white. I'm dressed like a cow. That really, is, you get away with that? That's some nonsense. That's, I, that's ridiculous. I'm boycotting Chick-fil-A. <laughs> last, last year on... Cowardly they're super conservative things, cows. but no. Last year on Dress Like a Cow Day, I just printed out a picture of a cow and taped it onto my shirt. Oh. And that was good enough. This year, I didn't God. even do that. Chick-fil-A's on notice. This, this is unacceptable. I, I didn't even do that. And as I get up to the counter at the first Chick-fil-A, I'm like... My shoes are black and white. Does that count? And somebody behind the counter is like, just move. 
I'm like, wow, moo. All right, what do you want? <laughs> I guess they can't have like the, the run the risk of running a story that goes like stingy Chick Fil A says no to mooing customer. Yeah. <laughs> they, they haven't had like uh, over time the best. PR. <laughs> uh, no. So think, oh yeah? yeah. Why? That's just that's just one more strike against them. <laughs> yeah. That would yeah. be a bridge too far <laughs> to deny you your free sandwich. Maybe gays, but also no free sandwiches. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Very strict criteria. They bring out the checklist. Like, excuse me, there's no tail. You have only one stomach. <laughs> that's the way this, it's gonna go. This year, uh, not I, enough utter. This year, for just like a cow day, <laughs> I went to get breakfast, not knowing it was just like a cow day, so I paid for it. But I saw the most adorable gay couple walking into Chick-fil-A that morning with their dog and everything, dressed like a cow. And then when, when I went to go get my dinner, they were back there. <laughs> they came back again. They oh came my God. back again. <laughs> I mean, free meals all day? I'd probably do the same thing. Yeah. I, honestly, if you don't have to pay for it. Like. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> if they're, I mean, they're, they're, listen, it's free. Like, I, I have done so many embarrassing things just for the sake of getting a free item in some yeah. way. Oh, yeah, we all went to college, man. <laughs> We were there. Well, Sean was there. Sean was there. Sean can attest to a lot of it. <clears throat> uh, anyway, and so that's the end of the CVS Rite Aid and Walgreens conversation. Uh, any final thoughts? I think we've agreed Walgreens is the best, right? I think I mean, yeah. Walgreens has got the two. consensus was Walgreens. I disagree, but you know, I'm yeah. not. No, I think this is definitely a fifty-fifty split. Yeah. Oh wait, no. Sean it's, said yeah, CVS. Possibly mind. be a fifty. Forget you guys. Yeah. <laughs> I vote CVS just so you guys don't win. Yeah. I, I voted Jill Stein in this election. Oh, <laughs> <So> Sean. <laughs> Green Party. <laughs> All right. So uh, our next question is: uh, Making your bed is it worth it? No. Hell no. No. Sean is reacting as if this, this is, is not like, a conversation. <laughs> he knows. Like he knows this was face. targeted. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like a million percent that was Mary. <laughs> oh, I just choked on my. It definitely well, wasn't so, Martha. So my wife also does oh, yeah. is is very um is very not. I always say crazy about this because it's it's I don't do it at all. Like I just come at home and it's just done. And I'm like, oh, well, that's nice. And then I leave in the morning and it's the same as usual. Uh, Tim, I'm gonna leave, I'm gonna have you start us off on this one. Making your bed isn't worth it. Resounding hell no. Okay. Main, and mainly because uh, I don't know about your guys' significant others. Mine loves to make a little nest and just like burrow into a mountain of pillows and blankets. And making your bed is not conducive to that. Oh, wait. So, okay. So, this is not because I thought when you first started saying that, I thought you meant that her definition of making the bed was creating this nest in the center <laughs> and preparing it for when she came back. I mean, yes. <laughs> but uh, that's not the typical sense of making the bed. Sure. So, I okay. say no. Okay. So it's not not worth it. I I wholeheartedly agree. Um, this is this is a complete and utter waste of time. This is this is it's a bed. Like you're gonna I'm gonna must I'm gonna must them all up anyway. Like I don't I have a lot of weird bed preferences. I don't care about a top sheet. I don't care about uh, making the bed. Like I'm we're gonna end up swaddling ourselves in the covers anyway. I move around too much in my sleep as it is. I'm a restless sleeper. Uh, for appearance's sake, like I know there's like that phrase, like some general said, like make your bed first thing when you wake up so you've accomplished something. I don't have that kind of go-getter <laughs> attitude. And I also, I, I think he needs to raise his standards for what constitutes an accomplishment in your day. So you I'm going with no. You see, I woke up. Thing, that's an accomplishment. Yeah. The only thing you accomplished is wasting your time. Exactly. Okay, like, okay guys. Sean, Sean's out on making a bed island on this one. His face is blood red right now. I've never I'm, seen Sean I'm angry. So He's hard. laughing so hard. <laughs> Okay, so here there I have it's 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 two sided with me. 
on one hand, I think there is something to be said for making your bed because you come back and it's all nice and laid out and you don't have, it's, it can kind of let you release the stress of all the other messes that are going on. However, however, I literally will never do it. <laughs> and yeah, neither will Mary. So it's not, I don't know. So she believe in, in making the bed. Mm-mm. No. Okay. No, we will only do it. Uh, if, if there is the chance that someone will see our bed. Okay. All right. Or when we, when we change the sheets. Okay. It always makes when we change the sheets. Because sure. that would yeah. be crazy. That makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> you're, you're already off the bed anyway. I mean, at that point. Yeah. I'm, I'm the same way. I'm only making my bed when somebody is coming to see the house when I'm showing. Right. Because I, I'm just going to go roll back in bed and pull the covers that I threw off me back on me. Mm. And it's laid out in the proper way. I also sleep by myself because I'm lonely, but uh, but it's like, so I don't have to worry about that. I just throw it off and get out of bed and then pull it back over me and fall back to sleep. First of all, Rich, you, get, you have a Nintendo Switch. You never go to sleep alone. You always have the opportunity <laughs> to be playing uh, what I can only assume is the Crash Bandicoot Insane Trilogy, yes. which is the only game that's out for the Nintendo Switch right now. Um, uh, it's definitely Splatoon. Oh yeah, Splatoon. Yeah, Splatoon. I don't, I don't have Splatoon. It's either Crash Bandicoot or, Nintendo, or Mario Odyssey at this point. Mario's quality. So, on a related subject, top sheet, yay or nay? Which one is the top sheet? So the top sheet the is... The thin one that's useless. Oh. Yeah, the one that's useless. Yeah, the one between uh, the, the, your blanket and the fitted sheet. Yay. You're yay. I only because... I don't make my bed. However, I have the comforter. I have the top sheet. Because I run so hot, I always <laughs> sleep with the top sheet. I'm always so warm... Yeah. That I always sleep under. So the top you sheet. add another sheet on top of your. No, sleep? I just have the top sheet, and I don't. Oh, in yeah. lieu of a. Okay, yeah. 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 I don't use a comforter, and I just use a top sheet. Okay, okay. I, that that is a fine application, but in the practical sense, most people when they think of a top sheet, you're talking. They're talking like you have the comforter, and then you have the, the sheet underneath it to like soften. I guess soften the blow well, between you and the blanket. I, I think comforter. it's supposed to be used so you don't get since you don't change your comforter really, you don't wash it as much. Mm. It keeps it clean. It's a clean. It's a health thing. Okay. Yeah, right. I don't use it, but <laughs> but I know that that Mary gets very upset. I about mean, that. I really only wash my sheets like once every two months. So <laughs> it's all it's all the same number, number my dude. Yeah, yeah. Just, oh, so dude, two okay. that's normal. You're you fine. Know, all right, Howie Mandel, right? That, that might be that might be a little like overshooting it. I might it might be like more like once every like three or four months. This is rich back just He's trying to set it up. I just I didn't. Want I'll you wait until to, 2019, then I'll do mine. I didn't want you guys to think I was dirtier than what I was. I don't know the common standard. Rich is just like me in college, where it's like. Me and my two roommates in my senior year just didn't do dishes for months and eventually decided it was better to just throw them all away and buy new new dishes. Like, uh, that's basically what it is with sheets. Like, it's just like, yeah. let's buy, let's, let's get new sheets. On, on occasion, I would just start using paper plates because my sink is so full of dishes. I'm like, yeah. this is going to take forever to do them. I need to eat now. I can't so. deal with that. <laughs> I, need, I need to do them. Yeah. Yeah. Or like, I will, Yay. I will, I will uh, just stress for days. How do we go from sheets to dishes? We're we're we're, we're right on we're right on schedule. We're just, we're just vamping here. Just vamping. Are you part of the right podcast? This yeah. is the way things are gonna go. I, I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> no, but definitely the the top sheet's totally useless. But R- Richie, I'm kind of in a similar boat in the fact that like I run really hot, but instead it's just like I'll have a whole comforter and I just like want something comfy to wrap around my arm, and that's it. Like my whole body will just have nothing, and then the comforter. Or like blanket around my arm. Yeah. That's that's what a body pillow's for. 
I do the one leg mm, in, one leg out. It's not a waifu. Yes, absolutely. That's the way to do it. Yeah. You got a one leg in, yeah. one leg out. So you get some of the cool air on one half, and then you can you flip it in the middle of the night if you need to. Like, it's perfect. Sometimes I yeah. just make sure to cover up my waist region, and that's it. And I'll have the rest of my body out of the sheet. Why do you it's cover just... up your top half of your waist and not your bottom half? It's <laughs> my only question. Um, I don't know. Also, you're not allowed to come to the beach with us anymore. <laughs> I'm, related story. I'm always... I'm always Fully blanketed up during bedtime <laughs> when I'm not home. Yeah, I can yes. can can confirm. <laughs> also, that he runs real hot. Whoa. <laughs> We've spent a few nights in bed this summer together. Yeah. So have we shared a bed before? Um, I thought about like Martha's house. We have Sean. Oh yeah, that's right, it was you. Oh, you guys definitely did. Yeah, yeah. we definitely shared a bed at uh, at Tim's. Like we're gonna put the two. House. We're gonna put the two tall kids on the pullout couch. The That'll two work. Hugest dudes yeah. on the small pullout couch. Well, it was that or the chair that Tim slept on with. Uh, this with his other mitts. mitts. Other yeah. Tim. Mitts. Other Tim. Yeah. So Tim Bolger, not Tim Hansen, uh, slept with. Uh, why did he have those again? He was drunk. Because <laughs> oh. he was drunk as hell. <laughs> <laughs> it was great. I didn't know if it was like oh, I'm drunk, so and I'm scratching myself a lot. So the only practical thing to do is no, put other mitts it was, on. It's like, have you ever been like? Real stressed out, and someone will like put their hand on the top of your head, and it like calms you down. A little yes, bit. or it's like wearing like when you go to bed, if you have like a heavy blanket, you feel it was the same thing, but with his hands and oven mitts. Okay, <laughs> it was comfortable. He was also really excited. He like found them, and then he came in, and he's just like, "I got mitts." <laughs> <laughs> Big ass. He grin. said it like fifteen times before he went to sleep. Like, I got mitts. Look, I got mitts. That is a massive understatement. <laughs> That's amazing. Like fifteen minutes while I was awake. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Uh, are we done with this one? Do we want to move on to the final round one question? Yeah. We yeah. Can yeah, I'm like right. halfway through my second glass. All right, good. Just so, <laughs> <laughs> is freight training through the rules. Um, I don't know what you want from me. <laughs> all right, so this is the last question of the first round. Unless you want to keep going, but uh, but uh, alert that this is the third question. So keep an eye on your glasses, unless you're Tim, which is just set your glass like behind you. Like <laughs> don't even look at it. No. Also, where are we at timing wise for getting through? This uh, first hour. Oh, for the first hour. Oh, I have no idea. We're I can't at... see from that. I don't know. You're ruining podcast oh, information. Uh, right, lower right, lower right. Look at the lower right. Uh, You're not helping me. No. <laughs> uh, hold on. Is it 3250? Yeah, uh, we're at 33 minutes. 33 minutes. Okay, so we right. still got a lot of time. I've got, we've got, we have, we have a sponsor as well, so we got to talk yeah, about the sponsors. So, yeah, well. yeah, yeah. yeah, so let's right. see how far we get with this one to figure we out. We could potentially grab a fourth one. When is it appropriate to decorate for Halloween or Christmas? Ooh, the wait. month of. Immediately. <laughs> month of. Month of, okay. Yeah, the month of. Um, I can play with Oh, yeah. That makes yeah. sense. So October 1st, and actually, oh. I'll say the day, the weekend after Thanksgiving is okay for Christmas. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'll give you up to the, a week before the month of. Okay. Or the, but... Thanksgiving has to be done yeah. before you decorate for Christmas. Yeah, you can't be, it'd be Black Friday is the day. Like, yeah. If, yeah. If the earliest that you can put that stuff out. Yeah. Yeah, I'm all on board. Uh, the only tidbit I have for this is working at Wawa Graveyard Shift. Halloween night, because they don't give a hell, uh, they don't care about uh, they don't Thanksgiving. They don't hell. give one tootin' fruit. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Am I cursing? Am I not cursing? I don't know. Um, I fucking swear on this podcast. <laughs> yeah. All right, if suck we it. need to, I can go back and censor We're, it. Not that I'm keeping yeah, track. I, of I led with two right. dicks. Yeah, you led with two dicks. <laughs> one time I sucked Sean six is in a row. Known to lead with two dicks. You know, yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying. <clears throat> anyway, sorry, Tim. Please. Uh, no, but like Halloween night. Everyone's in their costumes while we're working, 
And then as soon as midnight hit, the radio switched over to Christmas music and everyone was super confused. On Halloween? <laughs> oh, yeah, this was... Fuck, it was like five years ago. Because Wawa doesn't do anything for Thanksgiving. It's not something yeah, it's not that like makes them money. Like a namesake sandwich that comes out for just the month of Thanksgiving. <laughs> Fuck you. But... <laughs> I can't reason around it. I, it was, and a customer came in and cursed me out. And I was like, dude, I can't control the radio. I can go plug my phone in, but they're going to get mad that it's just gorillas on repeat for three hours. <laughs> and just feel good, ink too. Like, not even like a variation of any song. Just yeah. the first. Like, yeah, just feel good. Loop, just the baseline. We can't clear it. We can't clear it. It was an off brand version. I could for $1,000. I can get behind that baseline. I could listen to that baseline 24 7. I wouldn't be mad at that. I disagree. There needs to be more things. Give me Clint Eastwood. Clint Eastwood. I love that song. Mm, yeah, yeah, that's yeah, it's good. better. All right, Clint Eastwood versus Feel Good Inc. Clint Eastwood. Clint Eastwood. <laughs> also, 192000. Oh. oh, yeah. That's a good one. That's the, so the, you have and they got like three remixes of it, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I'm Feel Good Inc. just because of the bass line. Like, I, I can get on board with the bass line, and so I, I can listen to that in spite of what, what's being wrapped on top of it. So I'm, I'm taking Feel Good Inc. <laughs> I mean, I would I would go with Clint Eastwood just because that was my introduction to them. So I'm okay. just like that's that it. Feel good was my introduction. I didn't yeah I didn't hear Clint Eastwood until many years after it came out. Okay, yeah. So that was, oh. you want to mind fuck? You should listen to Trans, one of their newer songs. Oh yeah, just saying. It just came out the video, right? Yeah, yeah, it's hmm. good. It, it's good, but it is completely effing different. Like the last couple albums have just been a complete departure yeah, of they, their first couple. They're, they're like more indie dance music than they used to be really yeah absolutely it's more, it's more like ambient i guess who is, yeah who is the guy so the, it's one guy from was it blur i think so okay yeah. who maybe who started this band it's like the the one the like lead singer of blur and yeah. it's 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 wild like the, the fact that they've been able, that he's name one blur seems. song <laughs> Oh, <laughs> song, two? song number four oh, yeah. or two? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. two. It's song two. Yeah, that one. Um, and the fact that he came off Feel Good Inc. after. It's like um, they had the guy who was in Midtown, and it was like the bass player for like this like generic emo band, Midtown, and they went on to form Cobra Starship. Oh, and yeah. It was like, oh, wow, sure. it's that guy. <laughs> Your band was really depressing, and now, you're, <laughs> now you wrote uh, all this. Cobra Starship. They did the song for Snakes on the Plane, right? Yeah. Yes, I love that song. It's so terrible, but <laughs> I love it. <laughs> yes, they're in that weird cross section of like the really long emo song titles, but then they were also like a they were a dance band. Like yeah, they, they made yeah. dance music, so it was really weird. So they have songs called like Pete Wentz is the only reason we're famous, and then they have a song with like Leighton Meester. <laughs> like, very bizarre group of things there. Um, so back to the topic. Yeah, how do you guys feel about decorating for Thanksgiving? I'm in favor of it. Okay. I'm 100% in favor of it. I mean, I, I don't really do decorations at all because I'm cheap and don't feel like putting up decorations and spending money on stuff like that. But if I had decorations, I would definitely put up for every holiday. What do you put up for Thanksgiving? They're just leaves in that one that one turkey that you, like, unfold in a circle? Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> you gotta get that cornucopia just chilling uh, out on the huge table. corn plenty. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's mostly, like, autumn, like, stuff, like the leaves and... That's why oh, I just I bring all the leaves from my backyard, put it on my front yard. There you go. That's a decoration. <laughs> it's, it's, this, it's the same stuff as Halloween without stuff cut out of it. Like yeah. it's, you just get like a pumpkin, but you don't. You know, it's not uh, jack. Uh, it doesn't have to be a jack o' lantern. You're it's just, right. You know, I've less creativity. I've been in my house and no. take the jack o' lantern and you turn it around. Nailed it. I'm done. Yeah, done. There you go. It's good for the environment. Yeah, uh, I, I I'm in favor of that, but we do need a little more. 
we do need a little more hype around Thanksgiving. Like, there's no, I don't know of any Thanksgiving songs. I'm not aware of any. Are you guys aware of any? Uh, didn't Adam Sandler do? A yeah, I think so. They did a play play song. They played to gobble, gobble, me. goo, gobble, gobble, giggle. We can't I clear it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's all you get. <laughs> yeah, that's all I was gonna do. That's Good. it. Um, but like it's it's, it, and I, I've had this discussion with my brother before. It is basically Christmas with like half the amount of stress. Like yeah. if you're the one hosting, obviously it's it's an ungodly amount of stress. But otherwise, like you're not giving anybody gifts. The whole there's no pretense to it at all. It's like. What do we just eat a lot? Yeah, and then it's that's favorite, it. It's my favorite holiday. It's so yeah. good. Oh, yeah, it's, it's the best holiday. Yeah, cause, mm-hmm. yeah, because you get it definitely all, used to be up there. Well, you yeah. get you get all the family time. You don't have the pressure of getting them something. Right. Yeah. It's like I'm just gonna make you food, and, and we're gonna yeah. eat it together. Make some and sweet you potatoes. You don't have to spend all day there. You just spend dinner there. And I was like, all right, mm-hmm. I'm done. See you guys later. Yeah, it's not like a whole day commitment. You don't yeah. wake up like, oh, we have to immediately be doing something now. <laughs> like, in fact, it's it's encouraged for you not to be doing anything in the morning of mm-hmm. Thanksgiving. The best is my mom usually has Thanksgiving dinner at 2.30. So I'm like, all right, whose friends the hell am I going to for second Thanksgiving? <laughs> <laughs> That's what we have because we, we make the rounds. We have to make the rounds to three different – we don't have to, but we make the rounds to three different places. We do my dad for breakfast in the morning. We do uh, my mother and father-in-law in the afternoon for lunch, and then we do my mom's side of the family for dinner, And which means we get morning, breakfast, and everything, lunch, watch the first football game, dinner, watch the second football game, <laughs> yeah. and then I sleep all day Friday. It's awesome. Yeah. yeah. Agreed. That's what you do. Get some family turmoil, get three Thanksgivings. That's what I'm telling you. <laughs> yeah. um, any other thoughts on Halloween Christmas? Because we, we probably could do another question out of this first one. What do you think? How, what time are we at? Uh, oh, right, so I still have my Sean. <laughs> Stop taking off your glasses. <laughs> well, we have. Oh, Jesus, it's not a monocle. We had 40 10. Let's do one more. Yeah, yeah we can do another yeah, five. We have, we have two more in here. We'll pull one of these out. All yeah. right. Light wash or dark wash jeans? <laughs> <laughs> Whatever fits. What? I'm going with, I'm going with dark wash because. I'm a big fat ass, so dark wash looks a little, slightly, slightly more flattering on me. With the light wash, you you just look like you're wearing mom jeans, and if you got fat ass like me, it doesn't work. So I'm going dark yeah, wash. You do have way. some thunder thighs, man. Thunder thighs, man, dude. I it all everything I eat, like we're we're, we're consuming some delicious pizza, uh, the name of which we're not going to bring up because they're not our sponsor tonight. But uh, and it's all going directly to my thighs. It's it's really <laughs> something. I don't really wear jeans. I wear like slacks, like work slacks. I actually do not like jeans. Hmm. I I find them uncomfortable, like I denim jeans. jeans. Find them uncomfortable and terrible. Really, I prefer like khakis and stuff. Yeah, <laughs> and cargo pants because I'm a nerd. Well, car- I mean, car- cargo pants. Not to go way off, so cargo pants get a bad rap. Like they they are generally the most utilitarian pant of all time. I think that's why they're they get a bad rap. <laughs> that, oh, they're just they're too useful, fucker. Yeah. And I'm all about that. Like it's yeah. <laughs> if I was here for style, I would obviously wouldn't be wearing cargo pants. I'm here because I need to hold my wallet, my keys, my phone, all that fun stuff. Every one of them. Agreed. Yeah. I, yeah. I'm all about the white, uh, the light wash. Really? Because whereas you think it makes your ass look terrible, my ass is one of my greatest assets. <laughs> ass, I get it. Ass, and it accentuates them perfectly. And um, I used to have to wear jeans to work all the time, which was super uncomfortable for all the reasons Rich kind of mentioned. Like the denim is just. It's not good for moving around a lot. No. You find a nice pair of like stretch jeans. Yes. Like not not quite short material. Not not quite that way. Yeah. But uh, like the stretch ones, it's yeah. just like, oh, my God, 
I have so much room for activities in these things. <laughs> it's it's between, great. You need somewhere between like dickies and jeggings. Is what you're looking <laughs> you're, for. Well, that's, yeah. the, that's what these pants I'm wearing right now. Are. Okay. Are so like Sean's wearing like some tan, like well, what, they're what are they, khakis, khakis, but they're like stretchy. Okay, yeah. So, so, so they got these mass stretch to yeah. them. Okay, and yeah. that's that's where you're looking at with jeans. You gotta have that stretch. You gotta be. You have to be able to do. As much of a split as you can comfortably do, that's mm. what you need to be able to do. If you can't, the jeans are too constricting. Yeah, yeah. this is true. Those are the rules. <laughs> so, yeah. So, yeah, I think... So, what, you're at light. What are you, light or dark? I don't think it matters. I, I think I tend to look worse in light jeans because I look like I look like a 50-year-old dad. <laughs> like, I, like, I... I should be wearing, like, socks and Birkenstocks. Light jeans, and, and as much as they might uh, accentuate Tim's assets, um, they they are typically a a, a older, an older, the pant for the more mature gentleman, mm-hmm. I will put it that way. I agree. Yeah. yeah. Like, that, that that's a that's a period of time, like, that because it reminds you of, like, okay, I'm watching, like, a like a John Hughes movie. Like, yeah. oh, everybody that was wearing, like, colored jeans. Uh, we could probably bang out the last one. I don't, I don't have any more to say about jeans, which is weird. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. All I Jorts. got is I am definitely not a mature gentleman. Uh, <laughs> Jorts, Jorts, though, we can say all about Jorts. Uh, well, yeah, Jorts of any color. I mean, yeah. listen, we're non-discriminatory on this podcast. <laughs> Jorts of any color are welcome in this household. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> Celebrated. <laughs> I just saw it. This last question is just, it's just a slip of paper that says plastic straws. <laughs> I wonder who that came from. <laughs> I, I'm gonna I'm gonna add the question. Yeah, plastic straws. Do you like? <laughs> I'm gonna say this when it comes to straws. Live your best life. Do what you want. Yeah, like they wouldn't bring. So so my my wife and I went. Well, we got married in July, uh, as as the three of you. Know. Uh, but we went on a cruise for our honeymoon, and they didn't. There were no straws on the boat. And they, bonkers. It's it's and then the 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 explanation was oh it's bad for sea life and we're you know we're on the ocean so this mm-hmm. is going to be our thing but like they were making like they were making like smoothies like they, like you could order like a like a pureed drink like a like a Bahama breeze that's like frozen or something and they wouldn't give you a straw so you just had to be like jam the whole thing in your mouth <laughs> like. It, no. We do so much worse. Sorry, what stuff. was that motion? Uh, Can you do that again? It's like ugh, like that. Aww. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you need the both hands. So big, you just shove it down like this. <laughs> so imagine these guys with both hands in front of their mouth, just shoving things into it. And it's it's hard because the shake is really long and hard. So you gotta like, <laughs> you gotta um, shake it back and forth a little bit to dislodge it. Yeah, yeah, you, you gotta loosen up a little bit, give it a little lubricant. Sometimes you get some of it in your eyes, yeah, exactly. a little bit in your beard, and. <laughs> And uh, <laughs> this is the party podcast your kids cannot listen to. Um, but no, there's so many worse things. This is like the, the smallest thing that you do. And, and meanwhile, like, yeah, we're pumping a ton of carbon dioxide into the air. Yeah. Or carbon monoxide, excuse me. Um, like, this is this is nothing. This is a drop in there's, the bucket. There's a really good video on this by Some More News, which are two people who do, like, kind of uh, a comedy news show. And about how the fact, it's not, it doesn't save that much... It doesn't save that much waste. At the end of the day, you're not making even a dent in, in, in all the waste. And also, when uh, in terms of people with disabilities who need straws right. to be able to drink, it's just it's just super. Um, uh, it's just not great for them. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, and I want to use this trend because this is like a typical like right-wing term to use, but it's virtue signaling. Like, it's like, hey, it is. look at it. I'm doing this thing for the environment. I have not thought through all of the potential like unintended consequences, but yeah. yeah. But, but, but espe- especially for people with disabilities, you're just like, well, yes. it doesn't matter if that's how you drink. 
because you you can't use them anymore. Like it's you you might not be able to drink quickly, so like a cardboard straw isn't uh, mm-hmm. you can't use because it'll just disintegrate after a while in the yeah in the water. And then uh, like those metal straws that they came yes. out with, it can be cost prohibitive. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're also super uncomfortable to use, in my opinion. Yeah, and they're not they're not like aesthetically pleasing as well. Like and it's hard to clean out in the middle. Like yeah, there's yeah. there's no way that's not giving your stuff a metallic taste. Wow. <laughs> yeah. yeah. There are, there are things that we should be working on, yeah. and plastic straws are not one of them. Yeah, it's like, oh, man, yeah, well, well, I mean, the ice caps are melting. We got till about 2050 before the temperature raises about 2100, so we have temperature raises another 7 degrees, uh, depending on how much credence you put into the recent Trump report that comes out, uh, that came out. But straws. <laughs> Dude, we fixed it. We're done. <laughs> Good work, everybody. We're all going home. Yeah, we can all go to heaven now that we've yeah plastic goddamn straws. I'm pretty sure I'm screwed on that front already. <laughs> well, then Tim's been doing some like real serious sodomy with those plastic straws. Yeah. No home manufacturing plastic straws with extra fossil fuels. Just add, yeah. <laughs> using like a, like a, like a, like a coal iron to like do it. Like, it's awesome. Um, what are you burning them all for? Shits and giggles. Yeah. <laughs> what, what do you mean? What for? <laughs> yeah, get that wafting plastic. I stuff. was cold. Yeah. <laughs> what do you want to light with? Wood. Bad for the environment. <laughs> this is better. Uh, Rich, any any closing thoughts on straws? Just return to you for our, our final thought. Uh, final thought on straws. Just use a straw. It doesn't. Mm. It doesn't matter what kind of straw. As we, as we said, there's. Studies that show that it doesn't really save much using plastic or paper. In, uh, I think, and I might be making this up, in, so they banned them in California. Yes. And the study that they cited to ban them was written by a nine-year-old. What? So like a Are you shitting me? I'm not kidding. I, I might be. We might have to cut this out. I'm going to fact check First, this. first of all, congrats to Tim for finally having something from school be applied to something <laughs> useful. <laughs> Yay! But, he, but like the, the, the amount of, of refuse that is created by straws was was is misquoted by a kid. Right. And that's where they got the info from. This actually sounds familiar. Like, I feel like I read this as like well. Like, he was on the news and stuff because of, he was like, we should use less straws because of all of this waste. Yeah. And not to bag on a nine-year-old. <laughs> But maybe don't make public stupid. policy no, based no. off of what a kid is saying. It's the same reason why when, like, you, you look on YouTube and it's like this, like, 10-year-old perfectly gets, like, you know, like, why you should be a conservative or why you should be a liberal. It's like, no, if, you're, if your platform can be explained by a 10-year-old, maybe it's not like, oh, this 10-year-old is really smart. Maybe it's the other way around. <laughs> yeah. yeah. See, if like you have pro- these tater tots <laughs> over here and these tater tots over here, where are the Skittles going to go? <laughs> <laughs> and that's why... And that's why Mike Pence was vice president. <laughs> yeah. Hey, quotes like that because um, he hates Skittles. His fucking Skittles. Yes, he hates the rainbow. <laughs> Nailed it. See? Thank you for picking up what I was putting down. And with that, uh, so we're all out of uh, first round questions. So while everybody's refilling their drinks, I have our first sponsorship here. Um, and uh, today's show, and now now it's it's weird for a show with no episodes to have secured <laughs> sponsorship and, and funding for it, especially since. We really have zero costs right now, aside from <laughs> the wine and uh, and the air conditioning for the house, because it is very warm in this room. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I know, I, I cranked up so much, but the, so we can't have a fan on because, it's, you know, it's an audio podcast, everyone. Um, yeah. But uh, but but in order for us to get an air conditioning unit in here, we need somebody to pay the bills. And so um, today's show 
is brought to you by Millennials. Are you a small business owner struggling to get a leg up on the competition? Wish you knew how to even the playing field with the multi-million dollar chain across the street? Try Millennials. Just apply a single container of Millennials and watch as your checkout line grows out the door with lanky young adults trying to place an online order from your store while standing five feet away from the cash register. Or sprinkle them in front of any superstore to cripple the competition. Just a single can of Millennials can eliminate an average-sized Buffalo Wild Wings, Regal Cinemas, or Jaworski Country Club. With Millennials, your online presence will explode, even if the only two computers you own are your broken Commodore 64 and your working Commodore 64. Your new products won't just be widgets, they'll be things that happened, or items that will restore your faith in humanity. Plus, each package comes with three Snapchat filters and a month's supply of avocado toast, because that's what they be. Other companies cut corners with their solutions, resulting in a product rife with cultural appropriation or Trump Twitter bots disguised as 19-year-old white men from Liberty University. But millennials are triple-checked to assure that our product is 100% woke, guaranteed. Plus, order in the next 30 minutes and get a free trial of our premium product, Venture Capitalism. If you want to send your product into space, but don't want to have to deal with pesky details like turning a profit or being accountable to your clients, try Venture Capitalism, a monthly, a monthly subscription service that pumps funding into your business and insulates you from reality, giving you the freedom to take money from your employer's pensions to pursue your true passion project, building submarines for Pomeranian puppies. <laughs> don't wait. Call today. Millennials, killing it. And by it, we mean terrible business ideas that haven't evolved to account for modern tastes. I'm not going to lie. I have been in line and ordered my food on my phone <laughs> before. I've done that walking to Chick-fil-A. Like, I've had the app on, like, and done. <laughs> I, I Definitely do done that with Pizza Hut. Yeah. I, I do that in the morning so that I can order it uh, as I walk into Chick-fil-A. So just this way I can just grab it and go back and get to work on time. Yeah. Which is usually never on time. No, I mean, I mean, you you do that in order to spend more time there waiting for your order. Like, oh, see, I ordered on in advance. I don't know why it's taking so long. Yeah. All right. So we're now on to round two. Well, do we want to cut and save so that this way? Yeah. You know what? How about that? That's a good so idea because we've got an hour. That'll be the first. Yeah. Release, and then we'll yeah, and then we'll reintroduce ourselves. That's fair with me. So that's fine with me. Uh, Tim, any objections? I have no idea what's going on. Go for it. All right. It's cool. So this is going to be episode number one of the Brose podcast. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter somewhere. Uh, we don't have a Twitter handle. I, ha- I haven't made them yet. I'm working on them now. I'm Rich is our social media ago. person. He's going to take well, care of this. You can follow us individually on Twitter. You can follow me at HeyAtSOB. You can follow mm-hmm. Rich. B underscore walnuts. You can follow me at M Casnell, M K A S Z N E L. Tim is frantically trying to find out what his Twitter <laughs> handle is. I don't know what my Twitter handle is. I, I think I, it's like crazy ass cracker or something. Yeah, know. something like that. Uh, well, listen to episode two to find out what Tim's Twitter <laughs> handle is. Uh, in the meantime, uh, this is Matt Casnell for Tim Hansen, Sean O'Brien, and Rich Sweeten. Uh, wishing you all a very pleasant tonight and tomorrow. <laughs>